Welcome to Witch Witch Podcast. I'm Lyra. I'm Galena. Welcome to the darkness. Welcome to that darkness. Welcome, welcome to the eternal darkness. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> or otherwise known as our house. So, Galena, <laughs> please tell our listeners how you almost fucked me. Um, right before we sat down to start recording, I said, oh my god, I'm so afraid I'm gonna say, hey all you cool cats and kittens. And Lyra was like, that's dumb, why would you even say that? So then we started our first recording, <laughs> and I sat in silence for like seven seconds according to the recording thing, uh, because I was fighting the urge to say, hey, all you cool cats and kittens, if you haven't watched Tiger King, you're really missing out on a cultural phenomenon. Apparently that's all we can talk about, uh, is Tiger King and being quarantine and yep. COVID-19. Hey, they all rhymed. There we go. How is it not a song already? <laughs> I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is too, actually. <clears throat> but we did want to apologize for taking another unscheduled break. Uh, Lyra got sick. Then I got sick. And usually Lyra is the one that gets sicker out of the two of us. Yeah, but this one absolutely murdered Galena. And I was I was fine after a couple days. Um, I caught it about a week after Lyra did. She was still in her coughing phase. Mm -hmm. I had a fever for six days straight. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And I don't mean like just a fever. I mean like over 101 yeah, or six wild. days. I went to the hospital because I thought I might have COVID-19. Uh, they wouldn't let me in, of course. Um, I had to go home and literally take fistfuls of Tylenol. <laughs> Just to break my fever enough so I could go in. And then they told me that I didn't qualify to be tested, even though I had all the symptoms, because I hadn't been out of the country. But I mean, the fact that no one else in our household has caught it past us, we're pretty sure it's not COVID. Yes, which I was very relieved when no one else got sick. I was like, oh, thank you. Yeah. So um, we're pretty confident <laughs> neither one of us has had the corona, which I for some reason can only say as the corona. The corona. Uh, but as you can tell, my voice is not as high as it usually is. Yeah, it's still a little scratchy. And in about five minutes, it's going to be way more scratchy. Woohoo! <laughs> Which is another reason we've waited so long, because this is the best my voice has been in, like, what, a month now? Yeah. Oh, um, and we're, I'm also going to address a sound thing. We're actually recording out on our porch today, tonight, whatever, um, because it's raining, and we thought it would be really nice and relaxing to have that backdrop of rain. We did a few sound tests. It sounded really nice. Um, if it doesn't sound nice to you in particular, I apologize. Let us know, and if it is horrible, we will never do it again. <laughs> yeah, because if it's nice and you guys enjoy it, we're thinking about doing another guided meditation while it's raining and recording on our porch, so it's a nice backdrop. And... Also, the reason why we're recording out here is because we just had a new porch put in. Yeah. Because ours was falling apart. Because apparently, I don't know. It, it looked been. like. Well, it's 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 also like it was a fifty year old porch. Yeah, it was it was like fifty years old. It was thin as heck too. The boards mm -hmm. they used for it last time and it had little holes in it. So I think the um, what are those bugs called? like wood eating termites. Bugs. termites I think they got to it oh I think they did too because I actually think I saw a queen um the other day out on the driveway Ugh. I think she's just been ousted um because it, it, yeah because we have so much more wood in our house um and I apologize to anybody who who's upset by the idea of us killing a bug but it I'm we really sorry. cannot afford to have termites no. we had to take a loan out on our house just to get the porch and the roof fixed yeah so. <laughs> 
so I mean, I'm sorry. We we just can't. I'm yeah, sorry. We, we can't do termites. Um, but <laughs> uh, we did want to say just a little little bit more about COVID. Talk about you know how everybody needs to wash their hands, sanitize, wear face masks. You know anything to flatten the curve. All the stuff you've been hearing from every other source of media. Just stay home if you can. If you yeah. work on the front lines. I'm sorry. God, you're so brave. <laughs> um, I, I work for a company that's not technically on on the front lines, but, but we do have to we do have to work. So I'm there with you. I'm in my office every day. I am. Um, <coughs> oh dear. I'm so sorry. I'm not currently working um, because my my job somehow got essential status, but there's not enough hours for everybody. And I'm sort of like the the swing shift I guess I don't know what to call it uh, I fill in where other people can't and for like extra coverage and stuff um, and it's it's honestly fine we're doing okay we don't need to worry yeah. about money Lara's right husband now. and I are still employed so we're fine yeah so we're doing we're doing all right um, if anybody else out there isn't I know there are resources maybe we should try mm -hmm. and look up a list of resources and post on our I don't know about globally stuff. but I do know in the United States, the United Way has yeah. set aside a whole bunch of funds. A lot of utility companies have donated towards it to help customers with their bills. In the United States, there's mostly, it, it, it varies from state to state, so check your state listings. Your utilities can't be cut off right now. Yeah. But if you get behind on your bills and when the quarantine finally ends, you may be up for disconnect. So definitely check with your state to see to see what kind of, you know, protections you have. And it is, this is a very scary and worrisome time. Um, if you're not working or if you're working less, it's a great time to try and dig into your practice, you know, find mm -hmm. comfort in it. I've really gotten into gardening. Like, I was yeah. <laughs> not that I wasn't in it before, but right now I'm just spending all the time I can outside because... It's so nice out. It's been nice. Um... It's been randomly cold, but that's how spring goes in our, yeah. our neck of the Well, woods. we live in the Appalachians, so every day is a, a different story and a different season. Yeah. The other day, it was so warm outside it until... Was 80 damn degrees. Oh my gosh, we're not even talking about the same day. Oh, okay. Because um, I'm talking about the day where when the wind wasn't blowing, it was like a nice spring day, but when the wind was blowing, mm -hmm. you could smell snow on the wind. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, it did snow the other night. It didn't snow here, did it? Yeah. There oh, were flurries when I was coming How did I home. miss it? I get so excited about snow. It um right now it's about you actually look at my phone because I installed a weather app. <laughs> well I was getting annoyed. Yeah. Oh, while you're doing that take forever to do this. I'm going to address another sound thing later. We are posting a segment we recorded before. Uh, it was one we recorded for the episode we recorded in the car. Um, so the sound is Quite a bit lower, and I want to <laughs> go ahead and apologize for that. Um, but it is something we're going to be adding to this episode. It's a we're it's a new segment we're working on. Yeah. We'll call it witch tips, not witch tits, witch tips. So witch tits would be so fitting. I know, right? It's the witch's tits. <laughs> uh, it's about fifty-two degrees here um, in Fahrenheit. If you're Celsius, yeah, it's about that. eleven degrees. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm your typical American. I don't know the conversions. I googled it. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and I'm super comfortable. I am wearing a hoodie. I'm wearing my Salem hoodie from when I went to Salem. I'm saying that like I'm advertising a product. <laughs> for Salem. For sale. <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to say for sale. <laughs> for sale. Lum. Salem. For sale. Lum. <laughs> but no. Really missing that food. Oh my god, yeah. I just wanted to pull up the hood. <laughs> it's okay. But yeah, no. Um, I just want to say I'm sorry for being sick forever. Yeah, we do apologize for the <laughs> the patchiness of our schedule lately. Um, we're glad you guys are understanding about it. Uh, funny thing, though, if you have a cold or an upper respiratory uh, infection right now and you don't have COVID-19, you probably shouldn't go out anyways. Not because you're going to infect people, because I was assured by my doctor that it wasn't actually infectious, so I don't know how both Lear and I caught it, but um, if you cough with or without a mask on, people look at you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, you're just out there spreading it. I know the other day uh, in the store, which where we are, we have some quarantine rules. We're not as bad as other places, yeah. uh, but we do have some quarantine rules. Um, but she coughed <laughs> in an aisle and people that weren't even close to us, like, left the aisle. <laughs> and, like, I did the whole vampire cough. Like, I coughed into my jacket, like, in the crook of my, yeah. <laughs> my arm. And, like, I didn't mean to do it. It just snuck up on me. <laughs> Um, and if you are experiencing uh, any cold or flu symptoms, definitely get tested. If you don't have COVID, yeah, geez, if you don't have COVID, um, you know, the standards, ginger, honey, and warm liquids are good for that kind of stuff. In the United States, Theraflu. That's the oh only God, thing that Theraflu. broke my fever. I'm convinced Theraflu has saved my life on multiple occasions. I'm sure it's available other places. I don't know that well, for like, sure. Through the week... I tried to fight it with just Tylenol and taking some Mucinex, which I don't want to know how bad it would have been had I not been popping Mucinex like they were candy. Yeah, Mucinex is also incredible. Um, but finally, I guess Thursday, Lyra's husband just got tired of me dying. <laughs> he went and bought me Theraflu and then woke me up every four hours to take it. He's a wonderful person who will just go out and buy medicine because he knows we're not well-adjusted people. <laughs> he, he did, though. He, like, woke me up at 1. He woke me up at 4. He woke me up at 8. He's like, can you take your medicine? And at one point, I was like, okay, I'll be down to do it. And he kept coming back every 10 minutes going, you're not up. You're not up. <laughs> I was like, leave me alone. He's like, no. <laughs> um, once... <laughs> When I was being a real dick about not getting medicine, I had a fever that was high. I did not take my temperature. <laughs> um, but I That's had a really fever. the difference between us. Yeah. I took my temperature like every hour. <laughs> Lyra's like, eh, I feel. This is before. This is back when we, we lived in an apartment. Oh, before I forced you to do it. Yeah. Um, I had a temperature so bad that I got out of my blankets on the couch where I had been for easily two straight days. Uh, I went to the bathroom and came back, and I was, like, weak and fatigued, so it took a while. It was mm -hmm. not a far walk, but yeah, it took a while. sometimes have to stop and take breaks yeah. when you're sick. And I got back to the couch and laid down, and it was still, like, hot under the blankets. <laughs> um, so it was a fever. <laughs> uh, and my darling husband could not convince me. Uh, to take medicine or anything or like spend money on medicine because we were also really strapped for cash at the time uh, so he looked up some stuff online and gave me a vinegar bath 
<laughs> which did break my fever. Like, wow. Yeah, it, it worked really well, That's actually. Wild. Um, and it was really sweet. And he kept buying, like, cold brew coffee because coffee can help break up congestion. Oh. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> when I had a fever, I think Thursday, which was, like, day five, was, like, the worst day because I actually had, like, a fever dream, kind of, or, like, yeah, a hallucination. I don't remember what happened, but I started laughing my ass off, and I woke up, and I was like, oh, God. Oh, God, my brain cells. <laughs> Because when I when it started breaking, like when I finally started sweating, it was like one oh one point nine. So I don't know how high it had gotten. Oh, yeah, absolutely, it must have gotten up there. <laughs> but I was just laughing my ass off, mass to sit on my stomach like what? <laughs> it is. It's worrisome. If you have a fever, get checked out. Even if you have to do like the I don't remember what it's called, like the teledoctor or whatever. Yeah, definitely do teledoc if you can. If you can't afford it, um. I think there are some free resources now. I think there might be. I, I got I don't sick know them. pretty early into this because none of the tents had been set up yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, absolutely get yourselves checked out. Take care of yourselves at this time. Um, trying to get regular sleep. Uh, doing at least some exercising during the day and drinking plenty of water to stay as healthy as you can so you have less chance of catching it. If you are immunosuppressed... Oh my god, batten down the hatches. Just stay inside. Yeah. Don't talk to anyone. Don't go outside. Make sure you At eat something physically. green that, that is a vegetable. Apparently yeah. green jelly beans don't count. <laughs> um. Which sucks. This time of year, there's so many of them. <laughs> um, but you know, just try to... And make sure you're getting like an hour of sunlight a day. Sorry, Freya's in the window. She really distracted me. She's excited about the candle we have burning out here. I think she's just mad that she can't be where the incense is. She is. Um. Oh, but also, I don't know if any of your all's neighborhoods are doing this, but our neighborhood's doing cute things like the bear hunt. Yeah. Uh, apparently there's a book called Let's Go on a Teddy Bear Hunt or something oh, like that. Oh, that's sweet. And our neighborhood, um, our Facebook group for our neighborhood, we, uh, we all got together and decided to do that. So we have a huge white teddy bear in our front window. Yeah. And then we decided to decorate for Easter or Astara. I hung a whole bunch of eggs from our tree. And it's, it was mostly for the little kids in the neighborhood because, uh, like, like she said, our local neighborhood Facebook page... Um, has been doing a whole bunch of things where it's like take your kids out and look for these things there was like an egg hunt where kids were counting the eggs they saw like decorating other people's houses uh, we made some construction paper decorations our mother made the most terrifying rabbit face I'll post a picture of it that's a good idea it is it's horrifying oh my god it's amazing it's a rabbit made by a sociopath it's my favorite thing <laughs> um, <laughs> But no, a really cute thing happened, though, before, because we put up the teddy bear, and, like, we haven't seen anybody walk by, and I was like, I don't know if it's even really worth it, and these three little boys stopped in front of our house with their mom, was like, oh, I saw one, there's a teddy bear, this, and, like, freaked out, and we were like, ah, this is so cool, it's so exciting. I also tried to put Ditto up in the window, because I have the shiny Ditto, and it's very, like, Easter-y looking, mm -hmm. but it just wouldn't stay on the sill, it's just not shaped right. No. It was sad. But um, a little girl walked by while we were doing all of our paper crafting, trying to make rabbits and stuff, and saw the, the eggs and, like, looked at me on the porch. And I was like, looks like the Easter Bunny by stopped by early. And she's like, he doesn't exist. He doesn't exist. He doesn't exist, right? He doesn't exist. And, like, just runs off chanting, he doesn't exist. He doesn't exist. <laughs> it was fantastic. 
<laughs> she was so concerned. <laughs> Children are wonderful. Her mother thought it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, no, I think that's the end of the intro. Yeah. Just to recap, everybody say Seth. Bombed her. Seth. Yeah, say Steph. Oh say, say, I'm telling you, I lost some brain cells. Probably. Really seems like it. <laughs> I, I couldn't math the other day, okay? <laughs> um, stay safe. Uh, take care of yourself. If you have to go out, wear a mask. Yeah, take care of each other, too. Check on your elderly neighbors. Um, no physical contact, obviously. Uh, we had to bully an elderly neighbor recently into staying home while we got groceries for them um so you know (laughs) bully the ones you love bully the ones you love all right so this is lyra i'm going to do sort of a book review it's not going to be a very long segment because there's not actually a whole lot to this book that sounds bad it's a it's a very lovely book um we originally picked it up because i thought it was going to be like uh, let me tell you what it's called uh it's the illustrated herbiary uh what we have is the collectible box set it's by maya toll yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Not troll. <laughs> um, and we picked it up because it's freaking gorgeous. Oh, there's like so much, I don't know, shine to it. And it is beautifully illustrated. It's like, do you remember in elementary, again, this is American-centric, so I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but do you remember in elementary school when you get your your reader for that for that grade where it would have all like the little <gasps> yes. short stories? And the front of it would just be like holographic and shiny. It looks like those. It really does. Um and it is beautiful. Uh, it sort of functions more, or not sort of, it, it completely functions more as a guide to the uh, Oracle deck that comes with it. Because um, there's not, while it does like talk about different uh, herbs and stuff, it doesn't really give you a whole lot of factual information about them. Um, and it's really mostly the connections drawn by the author. Uh, which are beautiful in their own right. Like, if you're looking for a guide for associations and things like that, this is not it. (laughs) Um, But it's beautiful, and it's sort of like you work through the different plants, and it's sort of a guide to getting to know yourself and growing as a person. I think that's a lot of oracle sets to you. Yeah, that's true. You find out a lot about yourself when you work through them. And um, if you try to stick to, you know, guidebooks and stuff that aren't, tied to an oracle deck or or just sort of beautiful like this um it might not be for you even if you're not super interested in the book on itself and you just sort of like some nice like green witchery aesthetic it it would be it's a great shelf book it really is it's so pretty guys um and the the deck that came with it is gorgeous it's these thick almost square cut cards um they're larger than the palm of my hand which is not a reference for anybody listening and I've got the, a Dr. Pepper can. We can yeah. hold it up next to you. <laughs> and the sides are gilded, and it's it's just wonderful. Um, but it does talk about uh, some really sweet things. Um, she talks about how everything has... I can't remember if she calls it a song or not, but I always think of it as a song. Um, but how everything has its own energy or song, and you can sort of through working with herbs and becoming familiar with them find that and draw your own uh, connections and associations which we've talked about before how everything is subject to your own associations really the practice comes down more to intent mm-hmm. yeah um, 
and you know it is nice to have some of the more more factual information about these herbs so what I'm gonna do is I'm actually going to work through this I think and do pages for my grim okay and work through each specific uh, herb and plant she talks about in here and she talks about some that I really love like red clover we get that all over our yard in the spring in the summer and it's just I don't know I've loved it since I was a kid you know mm -hmm. it's like what we do uh, daisy chains with got so distracted. Is that man wearing a hat? Or is that his hair? I don't know. I And I don't mean for this to like be in the episode. I just got really distracted. One of our neighbors came out of their house and I don't know what he's wearing on his head. I didn't mean to stare like that because he definitely stared back. I it, To be fair, I well I was going to say I initiated. No, he initiated. I looked and he was staring. So and I then continued. I looked too. Yeah, so... <laughs> We're going to stare down our neighbors. <laughs> I also, earlier when we were doing the introduction, somebody walked down the street. I don't think you noticed them, but I stared them down when they looked at us, so. <laughs> Look at the witches on their porch. They know who to come for. <laughs> I know, I was going to say, we're absolutely, like, if there's ever some sort of uprising in the area, we're going to get, we're going to get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> that preacher's going to come back and be like, um. I know. I know where two witches live. <laughs> Let's burn them and see if it stops the plague of God. <laughs> um, <sighs> anyway, back to the back yes, to this, back to this lovely thing. At least in my book report, book it report? also came with a beautiful like satin uh, purple. Yeah, it's really nice. Bag. Usually the bags that come, it is a little thin. Don't get me wrong, and there's some like loose threading. It's obviously not super well made, but it has a really nice texture to it. Mm -hmm. And usually, like the bags that come with cards, unless you're getting a real real nice set aren't fantastic uh, I apologize for any uncomfortable background noise somebody is getting dominoes in our neighborhood and the car is just idling in our street <laughs> uh, he had the wrong house <laughs> um, I'm just waiting on that one neighbor to come out screaming oh I know so if you hear like a smallish woman screaming it's nothing to worry about. She's it happens actually all the smaller time. than she sounds. She is smaller than she sounds. <laughs> uh, but if you do, especially if you're kind of starting out and you're looking to just have some impressions, these are wonderful, well thought out, well written, super beautifully illustrated pages about uh, different herbs and different plants. And it seems mostly to be centered on flowering plants, which I also love. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I mean, if you're just looking to sort of get cozy with certain herbs and things and you want to hear what someone else, it is so weird that you pulled that card because I was just on that page. What? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Galen is playing with the cards. Uh, I thought maybe you'd want to talk about this one about how it talks about, you know, self-healing oh, self and, and the ripples that creates and things like that. I did really love the way that was explained. Hold on, let me pull that page back up. And yeah, let's just go over like a single page. I don't think we'll be violating any any <laughs> uh, copyright laws doing that. Um, but it is the Prunella, I think is how it's called, mm -hmm. card. And it's about self-healing. Um, and it is, it's such a beautiful idea because it talks about self-healing as something that does ripple outward from you. And it sort of allows you to work with and heal 
the things around you better. You know what I mean? And it's it's just that, that old saying, you know, you have to take care of yourself before you take care of someone else. You have to make sure you have enough to keep going before you can fill somebody else's bowl. And it's, and it's all sort of like that, you know? It's just... It really is. It's all really pretty. Every single picture is thought-provoking. Yeah. And when you look at it, if you don't know anything about the herb, you kind of look at it and you're like, okay, so I think this hand, this settles with this. And then you look at it, it basically it's very easy to, to make the association, to start to learn what the cards are about. Yeah. And I love that, especially for beginner decks oh, absolutely. of any kind, is when it's really easy. Um, I had, my, my beginner tarot set was, well, no, not my beginner, but the first one I bought myself, um, was based on Greek mythology and all of the stories oh, that were represented gorgeous. had something to do with the meaning of the card and it was really fantastic and it's how I learned a lot about tarot because it was easy to make the associations. Absolutely. And that's so fantastic. And, um, a lot of people gel better with <coughs> Oracle decks than they do traditional tarot cards anyway. Um, and I'll say like from somebody who uses both. Uh, tarot cards are a little more sort of stiff. They are. They have Oracle more decks. rigid meanings. Yeah. Oracle decks have <clears throat> the author's suggested meaning for each card. Yeah. And then you're very free to take your own interpretation. Yeah, exactly. To a limited sense, you can also do that with tarot. You can look at it and see what the meanings mean to you and how yeah. you associate them. But there is a lot of tradition behind it. Yeah, absolutely. And there, with tarot specifically, there's also a lot of people that are going to tell you you're wrong. Oh, there's going to be people who spread all kinds of localized traditions, mm -hmm. um, superstitions. Like that whole thing about how you're not supposed to like, buy, your own, buy your own deck or how you're not supposed to touch another person's deck. I... Um, and, like, don't get me wrong, those are specific to everybody. And if you do have a deep connection to your tarot cards and feel like contact with another person might damage or... Or, or ruin the relationship yeah, you've built with them. That's That's fair. fine. Yeah. That, I would say, don't do readings for people with that deck. Yeah, exactly. That is your deck. <laughs> because I find, and it's <clears throat> it's different for everybody, but I find when I do a reading... Because, I mean, I can, I can do readings without being face-to-face... But they work so much better when the person handles the card and gets their energies on the card. Yeah. Cards. <laughs> and I absolutely cannot do them without being in the same room as a person. Mm. Um, so, and I don't know what the, I don't know what causes that sort of difference person to person, but it is person to person that that's different for everybody. Can I say, just to go off tangent again. We went to a festival and we were playing with cards with our little cousins who we were talking about, I think, last episode. Uh, and Nettle was there. And Nettle was doing a reading for a friend of mine. And she flips over all the cards. She's like, this one means you're fucked. This one means... <laughs> and, just, and, like, when you look at Nettle, you don't expect those kinds of words to come you out of her don't. mouth. She hates it when people are like, oh, you curse. But no, for re it's yeah. a real thing. And the lady's mouth was just open like, oh, my God. <laughs> And she's like, this reading, it's just bad. You're fucked. <laughs> Nettle's genuinely one of the most, like, straightforward people <laughs> when it comes to stuff like that, though. And it was just fantastic because uh, one of the little cousins, he was just like, aww. <laughs> and we did talk about them a little bit last uh, last episode, but, um, like, he he's a good example of somebody who is just drawn towards... Oracle, Oracle cards, decks yeah. over over tarot. Yeah, not a single tarot card or he wasn't tarot interested card deck. in any of them. No, none of them called out to him. He just wanted Oracle decks. 
Um, I don't even remember the one we got him, but he was really into it. Oh, it was gorgeous. Um, a lot of the art seemed, and this is going to sound kind of dumb the way I'm going to say this, but it seemed like wrapped around astral projection because it was all like, mm. you know, like the big brain. <laughs> well, he, he's really about <clears throat> that. Like he, yeah. he's a very, he, he's a dreamer. Yeah. Like, a lot of his stuff comes to him in dreams, which is really neat that there's somebody else like that in the family. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the, that it makes sense why that deck called out to him. Absolutely. I mean, he, he liked a whole, a whole lot of them, but that one really spoke to him. And I'm going to say, on, like, the aspect of art and the, the way the decks were appealing, and everybody has their own tastes and preferences, but that definitely wasn't the prettiest deck he picked up. No. It just called to him. No. But I'm very excited that he's into it now. Me too. But sorry that I distracted from that. But no, this set is so pretty. Oh, it's so gorgeous. And like what it lacks in information, I think it does make up for with Flash. It absolutely, one hundred percent. And I'm I'm not mad at that. Because uh. yeah. I honestly think if you keep a notebook of your impressions and fold in what the suggested interpretations are, I think you would end up with a big wealth of knowledge. Yeah. Um, and the author, Maya Toll, um, I don't remember how long she said she studied under this other woman, but she went to, I believe it was Ireland, not Scotland, which would be, yeah, uh, she went to Ireland and studied under a, a woman who did, like, natural healing. Okay. Um, and it's just, it's fantastic. Um, if, if you are experiencing any sort of like medical condition that causes you discomfort or something and traditional like medicines aren't working do feel free to check out like uh alternative medicines under the supervision of your doctor absolutely you have got to be able to talk to somebody who knows about how it's going to affect any medications you're on um, and you got to make sure that you check into any allergies you might have before you start like herbal remedies yeah, because you might find out randomly that you're allergic to cashews. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could galena. Yeah, you could galena. You can drink some cashew milk and wake up with a rash all over your body. <laughs> hey everyone, it's Galena. Today I'm going to talk to you about household spirits, which is something that I'm very excited about. Me too. Um, we've discovered, you know, that we do have some household spirits. I mean, not not just the ghosts that live here. Which everyone in the house now believes in. Yeah. It, it's hard to avoid at some point, you know? <laughs> well, the little girl, she's... Absolutely. She's so pesky that... <laughs> she's so active, it's surprising. She really she really gets around the house and does some, some fun stuff. Yeah. If you don't leave her Sesame Street on, then she... She wreaks a little bit of havoc. <laughs> but this is more along the lines of, like, a an entity that lives in your house. Um, <clears throat> a household spirit is typically considered to be a spirit or a deity bonded to the family, the home, or an individual inside the home. Um, some traditional household deities are Brigid, which is Celtic, Frigg, who is Norse, Hestia, the Greek, and Vestia, the Roman. <laughs> Just one letter different. <laughs> Um, sometimes a household deity takes the place, or I'm sorry, how, I read that wrong, sorry. 
sometimes household spirits, um, you can worship them or they, they live at the hearth or at a shrine or altar set up for them somewhere in the home. Um, and a lot of Greek and Romans, it was right on the hearth where they lived, like uh, Vestia, Vestia, Vesta and um, Hestia both were hearth and home goddesses. So they, they dwelled right there. Um, hearth and home goddesses are my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> they always have the best aesthetic. Um, some traditions, you can invite the deity to share meals, um, or you can leave them offerings of foods and cakes and milks. We do that a lot with ours. I'm not quite sure what we have. Yeah. I don't know if it's fairies, if it's brownies. Like, I don't know what we have. But we have something. And we do like to leave it. Little gifts of cakes and milk and things like that. And they... I, I, I'm i pretty sure that's the reason why our flowers do so well. And, I think so, yeah. And literally every time we leave, like, blueberries drizzled in honey out, they go nuts for it. Like, it's... <laughs> sometimes we'll come out and parts will be accepted but almost every time it's like blueberries drizzled in honey it's all gone mm -hmm. well we left them outside of Lyra's apartment one time and there were little footprints everywhere it was crazy it was because I mean we didn't know what to expect and like the first because they, they weren't just little footprints they were little water resistant footprints permanent in the wood <laughs> it was wild and they stayed there for like two years yeah they well they stayed there until we left oh yeah until, until we left. started to move out and then they disappeared. <laughs> but here are some examples of household spirits. Brownies, which are native to Scotland, help with farm work. They tend to the animals. They'll sometimes clean the barn, grain, grain, or grind grain into flour. They'll clean the house when the family goes to sleep. That's really adorable. Um, they expect payment of fire, like a, a fire to sleep by, cream or milk, bread or cake. Nice. <clears throat> Hobbs are Northern England. Uh, they can be helpful or they can wreak havoc if offended. I think that's that's truthful for most. Yeah, for most spirits. As yeah. long as you keep them happy, they help out. Uh, Scandinavian, there's the Desir. Um, it's Norse or Scandinavian. It's a woman or sister who's known as a household guardian. And the reason why they say it's a woman or a sister is it's usually... <clears throat> A relative who's passed on. I was going to say like an ancestor mm -hmm. or something. Yeah, it's like an ancestor. They differ from the Fae because um, they are kin. Um, they'll watch over the family, watch over the home. They're not tied to the land, though. So they're known to travel with the family members and protect them, even in foreign lands. So it's like that whole home is where the heart is kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah, they follow the family. That's awesome. Um, expectant mothers are encouraged to seek their aid because they Aww. help them not only through labor, through through carrying the child but they also help them with the early early childhood nursings because I oh, think that's so sweet because that's such a difficult period of of life <laughs> that's true <laughs> uh there's also the Domovi who is a Slavic um household spirit is this that one that we've talked about before yes yes <clears throat> they're small bearded and sometimes covered in hair uh they can take the form of the current or previous owners but with gray hair, horns, or tails. So they kind of look like you, but not quite. I love it. I love vaguely human stuff. <laughs> They're the protector of the home. They live behind the oven or stove, and they, ab they abandon the home if not honored, or if the home's not honored. That's good. 
Uh, sometimes believe, it's believed that a new home will not be protected until the head of the family dies and becomes the guardian spirit. Oh, how interesting. Mm -hmm. They can be honored with bread and milk. Um, <clears throat> if you Sometimes if you bring a guest in who is not known to the spirit, they'll get very angry and they want that guest to leave. <laughs> Especially if the guest doesn't honor them or like lay out like bread or milk or something like that. Excuse me. <clears throat> now, if you believe you have a household spirit, um, here's some tips on how to care for it. Uh, talk to it. By recognizing the home has a life to it, you can honor it. Uh, if you plan to make changes or renovate the home, you need to tell it and let it know, you know, there's going to be workmen here. They're going to change this part of the house. Um, some suggestions are to thank your home for keeping you safe and to thank it for doing its job. You know, thank you for keeping the rain off our heads. Thank you for keeping us warm in the winter. Nice. Um, two, name your house. Um, it can be a fancy or simple name. For example, some I came up with for our house is uh, Stoneham Place, Stoneham Manor, <laughs> uh, Stoneham House. Uh, but you can you can use your last name plus house or manor or whatever, or you can just simply call it house. You know. Yeah. Just give give it a give it a, a name. Title. Karen. You know, <laughs> no, we are not naming this house. Oh my god, it is such a Karen. It is kind of a Karen, right? Absolutely everything upsets this house. It's so true. Like when you were talking about like uh, renovations or additions to the house, we definitely, uh, when we got our, it's not our current stove, the stove before this, when it was mm -hmm. new, when it was being installed, activity in our house spiked. Oh yeah, it was upset. Yeah. And I bet that's part of why it's been so active because yeah. it's been turning our TV off. I didn't think about this because I actually took these notes a couple months ago. So I didn't think about it when we had the porch worked on. Yeah. And she's been changing the channels on my TV and turning them on and off because mom was like, yeah, I turned your TV off and it was back on. Yeah, I've actually been noticing that too. Mm -hmm. um, I also... Uh, uh, she turns off the living room TV a lot too. Like a week ago or so, I was upstairs and it just... It just sort of felt hostile up there, and I noticed your mm -hmm. TV was off, so I turned it on, and it didn't really change the feelings in the upstairs. No, so. I've, I've also given her a little bit of space. I've been sleeping down on the couch. Yeah. Kind of let her... Let her blow up some steam. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense, because if she was woken up like I was woken up the other morning when they shoved oh, the chimney off the I roof... Know. Yeah. They're supposed to remove and cap our chimneys to make it easier for the new roof to go on. Yeah, we're getting a, a metal roof, and if you have chimneys with a metal roof, they have to put a seal on it, and it makes it possible for, like, there to be leaks and gaps, and there it to cause rot on the old roof. So, so we're having our, our chimneys removed. What I thought they were going to do was take it apart, you know, a couple feet at a time. No, they just shoved the whole thing off the roof at once they hit the neighbor's carport they yeah. broke their driveway <laughs> uh they also dropped a hammer down the chimney so there's a hammer living in our chimney now <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know that and like the inside of our chimneys are, are temporarily blocked out like it's not a permanent blocking off of our chimneys but it's temporarily blocked off so it's not anything we can get to. <laughs> but yeah, so she was really upset. I don't know about like the actual household spirit spirits, but the uh, the ghost spirits were were upset for a few days. She's she's starting to calm down though. 
<laughs> oh, let's see. Offerings um, can be anything. Bread, milk, wine, beer, liquor, cakes. Get a feel for what your spirit likes. Um, <clears throat> our spirits around here are both deceased and spirits seem to really like liquor. Yeah, liquor and sweets. Yeah, liquor and sweets. Who doesn't, though? I know, right? Liquor, sweets, honey, mm -hmm. blueberries. Blueberries really seem to be a good thing for I'm them. I'm saying, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Hello! Oh, one of the outside cats just jumped up on the porch. Hey, pretty girl. You can't go anywhere in our, our house or outside of it without there being a cat. No. Um... Bread and milk seem to be almost universal, and it's a good place to start. Yeah. A lot of times you'll see the milk disappears, but the bread doesn't. Yeah. Um, it depends on the bread. Usually the sweeter the bread, the more they like it, and the fresher the bread. Because if you, if you put out stale bread, it's they're just, like, yeah. I think it's, it's offensive. I think so, too. You, you need to put out um, stuff that you would be willing to eat, the good yeah. stuff. Um, <clears throat> if it's an ancestral spirit... Um, and you know who they are. You can set up an altar uh, with pictures, sentimental items, maybe some of their favorite foods. Like if you know that they had a favorite hard candy. Yeah. Or like they really like chocolate and it's not in a place where your dog can get to it. Leave it out for them. We might actually need to look into doing something for our maternal great-grandfather. Because we constantly smell... Oh, his cigars? Yeah. Yeah. So... Well, I know he really liked his vitamins, which was actually liquor. <laughs> That's how he got around it. That's beautiful. Um, it was like a vitamin solution, but it was in like alcohol. So he just kind of took a spoonful <laughs> of it because they believed it absorbed faster. But he would just kind of... <laughs> I love that. And he was a tiny little man, so I imagine it got him drunk off his ass after a couple swigs. I know he apparently loved some sort of cheap wine that was... Manischewitz. Manischewitz. I have no clue. It's not It's not anything I'm, I'm familiar with personally, but I don't know if it's still made or... He loved it. We should look into it, see if it's still available. Maybe it is. Maybe out for him. Yeah? Yeah. Is it a cheap wine? I thought it was cheap. Um, it's kind of cheap. It's... <clears throat> I think it was because it wasn't necessarily cheap, but he knew that all of the ingredients in it were safe to drink because back then a lot of times they would store wine in casks that weren't necessarily safe oh. and then you could you, you could get like some kind of wood wood alcohol poisoning or like your vision would be affected that makes sense yeah and Manischewitz is a Jewish wine yeah so it has to be kosher and it to be kosher it has to be safe there everything has to be yeah. regulated <coughs> so that's another reason he drank it yeah that's awesome um Let's see here. But uh, feed their uh, leaving out gifts and sentimental items and things like that just kind of feeds their spiritual energy. Um, also, talking to it, make a daily or weekly offering. Honestly, just talk to them. Like if you pass by the altar, you know, it doesn't have to be verbal. Verbal is probably better. Yeah. But, you know, mentally you can say hello or, you know, just give a little bit of your energy to them. Um, if it's a brownie, a uh, demovi, a hob, or I can't remember the the Norse one that I said, <laughs> um, you can make a space for them, like a small pillow or blanket on a shelf. I've seen a lot of things. It's kind of like um, in some homes you'll see 
like a little tiny bed, like a doll bed, oh, yeah. with like a pillow and a blanket, or just like a small piece of cloth that's like a blanket and a little pillow stuffed with like scraps, and it's hidden on a shelf like behind books or or something to give them a space that's a nice their own private place. Yes. Uh, the demovi might hide out in the chimney or an old stove or behind your stove. Um, but your relationship takes time and effort and commitment. Um, like any relationship. Mm-hmm. Feed and care for it. Uh, make sure you leave it offerings and gifts. Um, I know brownies, like some fae, like some fae really like shiny things. Yeah. But, you know, just be respectful of anything. Because if it's in your home, it's in your home. Yeah. It's part of the home. It was probably there before you took over the home. So just be respectful of the energy that lives there. Yeah, I think that's such a good idea. Um, and I know that there are, I think almost every culture has a concept of household spirits. Mm-hmm. Very, very many do. Um, and like, even a lot of parts of Christianity have like household saints and things that function the same way. There's that one saint that you have to bury in your yard to sell your house. Yeah, <laughs> there's this. There's a fantastic Tumblr post about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, there's always, there's a saint of the house and the in the home there's yeah. a saint for this so it's it's, it's universal <clears throat> in almost every religion and one of my favorite things because i know um in a lot of asian cultures there are household spirits that specifically live in like the corners or unused spaces in the house mm-hmm. and in every uh asian owned business around here almost every single one of them has like the front corner of their their window has like a little a little shrine where they put fresh fruit and burn incense. I've and noticed stuff. that. Is that what that's for? for yeah, the, for the spirit that dwells in the the space. Mm-hmm. Back when Aww. I worked uh, in the pharmacy on the other side of town, um, the nail salon next to us, uh, they put out new fruit every day. And uh, one of the managers I worked with, every day he'd walk over just to see what they put out because he just thought it was so neat. Uh, <laughs> it's so cute. Like I mean, I don't mean to boil the entire culture down, but it's yeah. so cute. But I mean, I just love the dedication. Yeah, no, it's <clears> lovely. And anything centered around uh, honoring spirits or honoring deities is usually like really lovely, lovely decorated. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, there is in a Chinese restaurant around here. There is a Buddha where people put, <gasps> put you know change and stuff, make offerings. Um, and it's it's great, and I I totally respect what they're doing. Um, but he has the pointiest nipples. I cannot be an adult. <laughs> Every time I see it, I giggle, and the owner looks at me. He at knows. first, he's upset, but then he giggles because I can't hide anything to do with my emotions with my face. <laughs> so, like, I'll start giggling, and then he just kind of smiles. I always want to, because, you know, you, like, you like put the coin down, you, like, rub his belly. I always want to rub his nipples, though. I know. I just want to rub, and I feel like, like that's disrespectful. Fingers. Oh, it would be so <laughs> disrespectful to rub Buddha's nipples. <laughs> You can't I mean, do it, but like real, you want to. It's not to. like they're just shaped pointy. Like they point at the sky. They're like cone shaped with Pointing like at the sky. I wish I had his breasts. I know, right? I don't. I don't know if that specific thing has any like cultural significance. If we're being horribly insensitive, which we probably are, I apologize. But oh my god, I cannot pay it's a fantastic. bill and not stare at Buddha's nipples. It's fantastic. It is great. It is my favorite part of going to that restaurant. I, that and the coconut shrimp are my, oh, <laughs> that's my favorite. Oh, chicken curry. It is really good. Oh, I love, 
honestly give me coconut and curry anything yeah no that's that's all i want in life yeah absolutely <laughs> this took a turn i apologize but no um don't rub buddha's nipples don't rub buddha's nipples good good solid advice for life well, unless i don't know maybe there's something to rubbing buddha's nipples we don't know the culture very well well the goddess is shell apparently if you put your hands on the statue or you squeeze her breasts it makes you fertile so i mean you oh, never that's know fantastic yeah I mean, there's there's certain things on certain, like, statues and figures that you're always going to want to touch. Pointy Buddha nipples, Mothman's butt. Oh, my God. I caress his butt every time I go. I, it's every time. It was kind of awkward this last time because the festival was so big. There, were, there was a line for the, the statue. They weren't yeah. even people taking pictures with the statue. It was a line of people taking pictures of the statue. And, like, just to see the statue, like, to see it up close, which is wild because we've gone so many years. And, like, there's just and vendors then, set up around the yeah. statue. And it, it was, it's just wild how big it got. Like, it's Fallout 76 did some, did some really things. Did. Yeah. Mothman really exploded on the, the internet before 76 hit, though. So, I mean. I think also that was the same weekend, I think, as um, the Storm Area 51 and I think a lot of people who couldn't it definitely go, wasn't. was it not? No, because the Area 51 thing was in the summer. Was it? Yeah. I thought. I don't know. Anyways, my theory was people who couldn't afford to go out there were like, <laughs> let's to go the to the Mothman festival. festival. Maybe. If I'm, if I'm wrong, that is possibly what happened. E- even if they were just sort of close by, though, it was probably the same thing. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, gosh, I hope that Area 51 thing happens again this year, though, and I hope it just turns into a weird alien festival in the desert, because I'd go to, I would fucking oh go gosh, to that. Oh my gosh, I hope. I hope so much that that turns into a yearly thing. Yeah, that'd be great. I just want it's to like talk about Burning aliens. Man, but for aliens. Yeah. <laughs> I want that so bad. Burning Man for aliens? Oh. Because Burning, Burning Man seems pretty fun, but I'm not really into a lot of the yeah. music that goes on at yeah. places like Burning Man, so... It depends. It depends on some of the music. But I know they have, like, wild art exhibits and, like, interactive uh, performance art and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which sounds really fucking Just cool. Big orgies. Well, okay, that's not... <laughs> don't get me wrong. You can do that. And you should feel no shame for participating in something like that. That's just not where I'm headed. Like, I know there was a... See, I'm single, though, so I'm like, orgies! I know at some point there was, like... <coughs> a sound forest or something. It was a bunch of hollow wood things that you go around and clack with sticks and they all make different tones. Oh, that's so cool. Doesn't that sound super cool? Uh, <laughs> now, saying that, I can't remember if that was a thing that was actually at Burning Man or if that was a thing depicted in the Malcolm in the Middle episode where they went to Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stop getting your information from 90 sitcoms. I will not. I refuse. <laughs> Malcolm in the Middle was a piece of art. No one can convince me otherwise. <laughs> but, but, you know. I'm so sorry. Treat, treat your household entities <laughs> with respect. And remember, they sometimes have to listen to the bullshit you talk about, like Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> so I think tonight I'm going to leave them some milk. That's a good idea. They deserve it. They've also, had a rough go of it. Well... Your household spirits are also going crazy with with corona. Everybody's in the house. Oh my gosh, do you think they're like, when will they leave? I just want to get out and do my shit. Because, like, my cat, Bast, loves that everybody's home. Oh yeah, she's all over it. Your cat, Rufus, just kind of looks at us like, 
Why are you still here? He, he's just so upset that there's so many more spaces he cannot inhabit. He's like, I used to sit in this space yeah. all day while you were at work, and you're there. But now you're here in it. <laughs> he loves that my husband's home, but like, <laughs> everyone else, he's like, Meh. Well, he really only likes your husband. That's true. Like, don't get me wrong, he likes me, but he loves my husband. He was my cat first, let me say. My cat also loves your husband. Yeah, everybody loves my husband. Every time, well, she thinks we're picking on her because she's on medicine right now. Because apparently she overgroomed herself mm. and gave herself an infection. Um, but of all the things to give yourself a bacterial infection from, I know, just licking yourself too yeah. much. Um, but she thinks we pick on her because we have to give her a pill every 12 hours. So every time we do it. Like, she goes to her husband and just kind of sits there and, like, stares at him like, do you see what they did to me? <laughs> She's like, you have to feel bad for me. He picked her up and handed her to me the other day, and she was so betrayed. Well, he picked her up, and she was purring, and then she, he went to hand her to Lyra, and she went, Aah! like a scream, <laughs> like, betrayal! <laughs> she knew it was coming. Uh. <sighs> but yeah, that's about all I have for that. <laughs> All right, and I've decided to do a short segment, which uh, it's going to be in multiple parts, I'd imagine. We're calling it Witch Tips. Some witch of, Tips. <laughs> some of these are going to be simple. Some of them are going to be, like, common sense. Some of them might even be, like, lab safety rules. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> at least one of them is. <laughs> at least one today is. Um, and if you guys have any Witch Tips, feel free to send them in. Um but I'm going to start with something I actually saw on Tumblr. I don't remember. I'm so sorry if you guys can hear this. Some dick with a, or some dick with a small dick. <laughs> some guy with a ginormous truck and a tiny dick is just like flooring it <laughs> with like no exhaust system. Yeah, but he should be passed soon. Um, so I'm going to just power through. <laughs> um, but I saw this on a blog on Tumblr. It was such a good idea. I don't remember the name of the blog. Um, I'll try and look it up and um, either post it on like our Insta or something so give I can give them some out. actual yeah. credit. Um, but it was a suggestion for when you get wax drippings on your like altars and stuff. Now I don't know if it would work on material. I can't imagine it working well on material. But if you have it on like your hard surfaces, um, it was to put wax paper over top of the dropped wax, iron it with a, a clothes iron, and it should lift off with the wax paper. And it's such a good idea because I spend so much time trying to gently scrape up wax without <laughs> damaging anything underneath it like a like a moron. So it was a good idea and I liked that one a lot. Um, which, oh, and I'm going to do roughly five every time we do the, the okay. witch tips segment. Which, I do have a question though about that. Like, So are they putting the iron directly on the wax paper or are they putting like a towel or something down over top of the wax paper and then doing the it? The image I saw, it was just directly on the paper because I mean, you're not going to have to heat it for long to get the... Yeah, but if you do that, it's going to like stick right to the iron, won't it? The wax side should be pointed down at the other wax, so Aren't it lies. both sides waxy? No, isn't one side not waxy? I have no idea how wax paper works. I'm pretty confident one side is not wax. Okay. <laughs> at least I'm pretty sure. Listen, you're making me doubt a thing I was very sure about. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, uh, the second witch tip for today is page protectors for your Grimm. Yes. Um, we've talked about this when we've talked about Grimm's before. I wanted to reiterate it. It's a very good one. Lyra did this one and it changed my life. Mm -hmm. 
because I don't know how many times I've had to rewrite things in my grip because I've taken it outside and it starts raining or oh, like yeah, yeah. the dew comes out. Or like if you, once again, if you drop wax on it, sprinkle anything it on it. Like, yeah, there's, there's any number of things that can happen uh, because you're, you know, you're working with a bunch of weird random shit. <laughs> so page protectors for your grim is a very good one. Um, this one is one of those we'll, we'll kind of file under more common sense tips. Pull your hair back when you're working with flame. Yes. Um, that comes from a <coughs> first-hand knowledge. Yeah. I set myself for flame. <laughs> and, like, even, even if you're just sort of casually working with fire, if you're going to be working with it for a while, definitely pull your hair back because, you know, you might forget to, to keep your eye on it. Um... This one, this next one's actually from personal experience with us. Salt does not absorb heat efficiency or efficient efficiency efficiently as, uh, as sand or stone does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we we broke some glass, <laughs> um, so it's not a good substitute because it heats up. Like if you're gonna use a charcoal disc and you don't have any sand, don't use salt. Go no. outside and get like half a cup of rocks because the rocks yeah. will just distribute the heat so well they, it does um but but salt does not so don't make that mistake and it'll burn to like a hard clump around mm -hmm. it's not great all right and the last one is actually sort of a uh substitution suggestion as well because uh crayons can burn for about 15 to 30 minutes um and you can use them as a replacement for a specific colored candle if you don't have one at hand. Be forewarned, they do smell like a burning crayon. Yeah, <laughs> there is that. Um, and put a saucer under it. Absolutely. Put, definitely put something under it or you might have to use the wax paper hack. Uh, <laughs> to take tip. off the crayon. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's all of our witch tips today. Witch tips. Witch tips. <laughs> tips for witches. Yes. Um, once again, though, if you do have any suggestions that you want to share with uh, the rest of the listeners, feel free to message us. You know, Instagram. We'll say coming from or user. Email. Yeah, yeah, Instagram, we'll mention email. You. So I guess we should probably tell them our socials. Yeah, our Instagram is Witch Witch Podcast. Is it? Is it it's at Witch Witch Podcast. Yeah, it's Instagram. at Witch Witch Podcast. I forgot how Instagram worked for like a hot second there. Um, and our email is uh, witchwitchpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can try and get a hold of us through our Tumblr, Twitter as well, but we really, really don't check those. <laughs> so, like, just stick to the Instagram or email, Yeah, to be honest. That's we do have a Facebook bet. group. I almost forgot about that. Holy crap, I did forget about that. Um, it's under Witch Witch Podcast, under Facebook groups. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, <laughs> we have a lovely moderator who takes care of it for us because we're shitty and never get on. Like, holy shit, thank you for that. I did completely forget about the Facebook. I haven't looked at it in a while. Uh, I was on there not too long ago. Um, it's not really not really doing much because, you know, we're not paying attention to it. I don't think many of the listeners are. <laughs> we're, not, we're not active on the Facebook at all. Um, we're really only ever on the Instagram. That's probably your most likely place to catch us. Yeah, absolutely. And if you have questions, that's probably the best place to send us a question. Yeah. Oh, we also had somebody mention us in a story today, and I got really excited about oh, it. did we? Yeah, pull up Instagram and see what their name was, because yeah. I forgot to, to write them down. I got really excited. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, this might take a second, so you're going to have to... But, you know, um, we have a lot of friends of the show that we've made through Instagram. We have Banshee who, who you know, will send us wonderful things. She's the only reason we can almost pronounce some Gaelic words. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and I say almost because even with her pronunciations, or pronunciations, <laughs> pronunciations, let me just get as hillbilly as possible. But with her pronunciations, um, we still don't quite master it. <laughs> I do not know how to check. It's under messages. I don't know. Go back to the main page. <laughs> yeah, and then click messages. Okay. It, uh, it's, do we, did you already ask? If I didn't ask her. I was just going to say it. Oh, but. yeah. Okay. Uh, it's because I think she did mention this in her story. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. It's uh, Miss MS. Jean Ashley. Gina Ashley. There's an A. Yeah, I was yeah. just super excited. I saw that somebody mentioned this in a story today. Every it's now so and then, a couple of people did. I think just it's just Alicia did once or twice, and a couple of people will mention us. She's super cute too, by the yeah. way, guys. And it just it brightens my day. So thank you guys. <laughs> I th that was more of me just saying thank you for actually listening to this. Yeah, absolutely. We we really appreciate we really appreciate those of you who stuck with us through our unannounced hiatus. Um, and through the bullshit that spews from our mouths. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a, big, a big thank one. you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big whoops. <laughs> but yeah, no, if you guys have any witch tips or would like to ask a witchy question, we'll try to answer it. If we don't know, we'll pose the question out here to see if anybody has an yeah, answer. Absolutely. Oh, we could, we could even start doing like a question and answer segment. Oh yeah, let's do that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's do a question and answer segment. That would be really cool. If, if anybody out there has like a specific question or they're looking for advice, uh, we will offer what we can. If we don't know, we'll pose it to the rest of the community. And we'll see what comes back and we'll do an update on it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, like Dear Abby, but... Like Dear Abby, but for witches. Yeah. Dear Lilith, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, I really like that idea. I like do, it a lot. Dear Lyra. <laughs> we'll just do call Dear it. Sage. It's just going to be like, blah, 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 weed and sex. <laughs> That's going to be her advice for everything. Weed and sex. You can pose it to specific witches if you like. Yeah, if you yeah. prefer to hear from one of us. Yeah. Or you just want all of us to answer. Yeah, we can do either of those. Yeah, because we're really trying to get back into interacting with our yeah. audience more. And I apologize that we haven't been doing that very much. Yeah, we, we want to... We want to be better again. <laughs> I want to be hands-on. Yeah, we were we were really hands-on with our, our listeners for a little while, and we've sort of fallen out of it, and we apologize for that, guys. Life sort of, you know, gets in the way sometimes. Or if you just want to ask really invasive personal questions, you can do it. I'll probably answer them. I, I don't know if anybody else will. almost anything you ask me. I don't <laughs> know if any of the other ones will. They are probably will. But if you just want to ask a really invasive question, as long as it's not what is your address, I'll yeah. probably answer it. <laughs> yeah, feel free. Um... Because I have very little shame. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hell, I just admitted for probably the fifth time that the first time I ever did a ritual, I set my hair on fire. <laughs> Woke my mom up. These things, they happen. Pounding on my door. That, something like that recently happened, too. Oh, yeah? If you're going to be in your bedroom and you don't li live by yourself and you're going to be doing some deep trance work, where you're going to be burning different kinds yeah. of incenses and it may fill your room up with smoke... Put a note on your door that says, there is no fire, 
just working on spiritual stuff or something like that because I was there. <laughs> I was in trance state. It was going so well. <laughs> uh, was speaking to different things and then suddenly I was ripped out of it by Galena! Oh, is there a fire? I really do wonder how that knocking is going to sound on the recording. <laughs> if, you, if you have earbuds in, I'm sorry. We apologize. But that's how it sounded to me. I'm sure, yeah. Uh, but do we uh, have anything else to say in this, this segment? No. Right. I think I'm done. <laughs> as far as witch tips, just, you know, put up warnings. Yeah, that's a good one. Alright, so uh, that's going to be all we have for you. We don't actually have like a cryptid or a scary story to go over this episode, um, but the world's been kind of wild lately and we haven't had as much... I've been home, it's just we've been doing so much to, to keep everybody comfortable and sane that I haven't really had a lot of time outside of what I do to keep myself comfortable and sane to do a lot of research, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I do apologize for that, guys. Uh, we'll come back at you with a, I don't know, better stocked episode next time. <laughs> um, I was actually going to do um, a section on Astara, but that notebook went behind the couch. <laughs> I um, I say that is probably because of some of our crazy cleaning that we've been doing since all of this started. Yeah. Because we've been trying to clean up the house um, mostly just to make the space feel nicer more mm -hmm. comfortable for everybody and we, we tend to get into bouts of not doing a lot of like deep cleaning and, and stuff so it's been nice to sort of clean behind furniture and things yeah it has been I'm just really excited that now the chimneys are going to be sealed and we don't have to do like the yearly uh, taping off of the inside of the chimney <laughs> yeah that'll be nice and I think that might be how a bat got in the house. Oh, it's definitely how a bat got in the house. Yeah, I'm thinking so. Which was, I don't know, did we talk about that on our show? I don't know if we did or not, but it was wild. A bat got into our house. Like, our little cousins were over and we were watching movies. Or no, we were watching ghost videos. <laughs> like, the, the spooky caught-on-camera ghost videos on YouTube, you know? Um, and uh, one of our younger cousins was like, what was that? looking into the other room they're like it was nothing you definitely didn't see anything they were like are you fucking with me i saw something what was it uh and then i think i think it was my husband yeah was like yeah, yeah i saw something flapping <laughs> and lear was like flapping flapping i was like it was probably like a, a moth like a big moth or something and my husband was like i think it was a bat i was like it's not a bat how did it even get in the house it was a bat <laughs> <laughs> All I can say is I'm so glad you've had your rabies shot. I know. <laughs> I, uh, I caught it in a sheet and let it go outside, and it was the most, like, terrifying few moments of my life. Because, like, even after it was in the... Which, I didn't think the blanket thing was going to work, by the way. I went to capture it in a blanket, uh, and I thought I was going to miss... So I sort of like half-assed my first try, but it worked and it was in the blanket and the blanket in my hands started squeaking and I was like, ah! So I like tossed it and sort of jumped back because it surprised me and I fell on my ass. <laughs> and they said, 
where there's a wall and then a doorway, they just saw me fly backwards. So I guess it kind of looked like the bat, like, transformed into Dracula and got <laughs> fucking you. Fucking punched me. Because I know for a, for a minute there, nothing was touching the ground. I was, like, fully airborne. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was fine. The bat was still in the blanket. I let it go outside. Letting it go outside was so stressful because I didn't want to hurt the bat and I didn't want the bat to hurt me. So, but I can't communicate that to the bat. <laughs> no, it's just freaking out because there's a sheet around it. Yeah. <clears throat> so I tried to, like, shake it out, but the blanket that I used was kind of long, and I was afraid that if I shook it, I was going to hit the like, bat on the concrete. Yeah. <laughs> I was, it was stressful. So I just sort of pulled it back enough and let the bat crawl its way out, and it flew away. It was fine. Our little cousin, when she realized it was, in fact, a bat in the house, just went under the cover and stayed there. <laughs> <laughs> she just sank and pulled the cover over her head and just kept screaming. <laughs> it was it was stressful. The cats were so excited. They, they were so excited there was a bat in the house. They didn't I don't think they really understand what a bat is, but they were just so excited to see one. Like, look at that fly mouse. <laughs> and it squeaked so much. It was it was a wild time. Uh yeah, no, it totally looked like that bat just knocked you on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> You just disappeared from our our field of vision. Uh, that was me scooting the chair. Okay, I apologize. Um, but I guess we want to wrap up mostly with some more messages of you know take care of yourself. Um, it's something I've been doing to unwind and keep my mind off of stuff as I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. Um, like in between doing chores and stuff, I'll sit down. And unwind for a few minutes. Animal Crossing music is pretty, pretty relaxing. I've been trying to meditate, but that's mostly been leading to me taking naps. Yeah. <laughs> I was also a Legend of Zelda machine for a little while. You were. I stopped being a person for like two or three days straight. I was, I was Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And that was, that was my whole identity. You couldn't talk to her. I wasn't even watching TV or listening to music. I was just playing Legend of Zelda. She'd just look at you angrily when you'd finally get her attention. I was doing stuff. <laughs> Mostly pointless stuff. I've done so little of the actual, like, main main uh, objectives. But Sorry, I was yawning. No, you're fine. Um, but in Animal Crossing, uh, you can buy a fortune teller set. Aww. Uh, so I have a fortune teller set in my house. Uh, it has like lit candles and a crystal ball and some tarot cards. Oh, that's cute. Uh, and I have a hanging plant over top of it. And it's a little, I have a little, a little um, altar in my Animal Crossing house. So this that's is adorable. I love it. Uh, this is a time for stuff like that, though. Self-care. Don't focus too much on stuff that stresses you out if you can avoid it. Like, personally, if I'm watching the news, I'm snappy at everybody. Um, and my Stay husband... Stay away from that, that website. Yeah. The the one that tracks... The one that tracks how many people are infected worldwide in your country and how many who have died. If I watch that for a little bit, oh my god. I turn into this stressful, like... I don't know. Like, I even look stressed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and my husband cannot help but report the news back to me. So it's it's not, like, something I can completely avoid. But it's kind of nice to have it, like, boiled down by someone you love. It's a much softer thing to to hear. Um, so it, it's pretty nice for me to be able to completely ignore the news. 
and just also be updated. Um, but he's you know. been on it since it began, though. Yeah, I keep trying to get him to chill out with that because I think he's just stressing himself out. He's also been doing overtime when he's as he's been working from home, um, and he's just he's a stress machine right now. So he, at my encouragement, took today off and we've been relaxing. We took a nice long walk together. Good. We've been snuggling all day. Is that when you saw the wisteria? Yeah, <laughs> uh, and we started um, Doom Patrol, which is also fantastic. Good. He needs to chill out so badly. He really does. You can tell he was in a good mood because when I came in from work today, he scared the absolute shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> like, it took me a minute to stop being mad. He scared the shit out of me so bad. <laughs> I, I asked him, because we still had Doom Patrol running when you came in, and um, he was kind of hiding behind some clothes we have hung up downstairs. And, uh... I asked him if he wanted me to pause it because he hadn't been looking at the TV for a minute and he just sort of like like held up the like one finger like hold on and said nothing and then like a few minutes later you turned turned around that corner I guess and saw him and went ah! well he said hello and oh, the that's way right. he said that's it right. it sounded like it came from behind me and so I looked behind me and then I turned around and he was just there in front of my face <laughs> Because I assumed he was over in his office working. Because <laughs> I heard Lyra said, is this too loud? And I was like, yeah, it's kind of loud. Probably need to turn it down. And Lyra's like, yeah, I thought so. And then he was like, hello. And I was like. <gasps> <laughs> it was very good. It was a wonderful moment. <laughs> Talk about a scary time. I went to the bathroom one night at like <laughs> three in the morning. And our bathroom light Different is kind of scary story. so bright, and the bathroom is all white. Yeah, so it's all reflecting into the back of your your So I turned this retinas, retinas. <laughs> but like, so it's three in the morning though, Doing so great. nobody has their TV on, nobody has any lights on upstairs. So I flip off the bathroom light to go to my room, and our stairs are just on the other side of our linen closet. So if you really want to scare someone, you can just stand on the stairs you're completely out of view but where it was so dark I didn't see him there so he screams at me and I still can't see who or where the scream came from <laughs> I fell down and like crab walked to my room <laughs> screaming <laughs> and he laughed so hard he fell down the stairs he likes to do that kind of thing um because when we first got together there was a linen closet right outside his bathroom in uh, his first apartment and um it didn't have like a door or anything on it it was just sort of like shelves set into the wall and the bathroom was in his bedroom um so i got up to go use the bathroom and i can't remember if he was like dozing or asleep or just sort of hanging out or what but faking like, it <laughs> Uh, but it was something where, like, it just didn't even cross my mind that he would get up and move, you know? Um, so I went to the bathroom, and I came back, and he wasn't in bed. <laughs> and I was afraid to turn the corner because I thought he was going to jump out at me. Because um, our early romance was was heavily settled around scaring each other. <laughs> um, uh, and I was like... I know you're in here somewhere. I don't know where you are. I know you're trying to scare me. Please come out so I don't punch you. Because I, I was afraid that I was just going to punch him if he jumped out at me. Because I was like high alert the moment I saw he oh, was yeah. in bed. Um, and he started laughing. 
That's always just, his response when you say that. Because I, I see that when I come home sometimes. I know. Because if, if I don't see him, I'm like, oh, God, where is he? I'm like, I would punch you square in the face. And you just hear him <laughs> laughing, like, from behind something. And I couldn't, I couldn't find him. I couldn't figure out where he was. I, like, I went ahead, because it didn't sound like he was in the other room, so I went ahead and checked the other room. I looked under the bed. I could not find him. And, like, once I'd walked past the, the linen closet next to the bathroom his voice was behind me so I was like where is he because like it was all shelves you know what I mean like it wasn't he can contort his body in really weird can. ways he was folded up like a pretzel <laughs> in the very bottom shelf in this bottom shelf yeah like and it's it's not a big space no like, it wasn't it was like maybe two foot at the most it was it was crazy and I saw him and for some reason seeing him like all like folded up like that was terrifying like oh my god and i screamed so loud wow it was the worst um sometimes he'll sneak up on me in the kitchen and i'll turn around he'll just be right there like almost nose to nose with me and i'll just screech cause, and he'll <laughs> it'll scare him in turn because like i thought you heard me i got him so good one night somehow i i crept into the kitchen and he was getting a glass out of the cabinet, and I poked him on both sides <laughs> right under the ribs and screamed. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't drop what he was holding. Because he does this ridiculous high laugh when you tickle him like <laughs> yes. that. It's my favorite thing in the world. But so, like, he started to laugh, but then you went, huh? <laughs> like a Hank Hill scream. He does Hank Hill sounds a lot. Like, not on purpose. Like, he just does Hank Hill sounds. <laughs> He also does a very good Hank Hill impression. But no, no, the plan I was talking about earlier, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. He scared me, but I was like, Lyra, the plan is on. His face, like, fell. I also have no clue what plan you're talking I don't okay. remember. The plan is, I'm going to wait until he is dead asleep. Oh, God, no. And then I'm going to get on your bed, and I'm going to, like, oh. stand over him like on my hands and my feet like you know like a little kid yeah. pretending they're an animal and i'm gonna put my face right above his and just scream oh god oh jesus <laughs> oh it's bad it's bad it's gonna be bad and i mean i'm not talking about just like oh scream i'm gonna high pitched there's a murderer <laughs> in the house scream oh it's gonna be bad oh, oh man my goal is to make him pee the bed Oh no, not my not my nice memory foam bed. <laughs> we'll put down some like dog pad, oh, puppy gosh. pads. Just have the bed made up with some dog pads underneath. <laughs> Be like, why is the bed crinkly? Don't worry about it. <laughs> that sounds ominous. Oh god, that's so funny. But yeah, that's that's the plan. I'll remember. <laughs> and I'm a very large person, so that. Even if I didn't scream, if you woke up and I was standing over you like scary, that, yeah. it'd be scary anyways. You know, it could be any size person. I would be scared. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's terrifying. Uh. I don't know. I might do a thing where, like, I put on some scary makeup. I don't know. Like, look like a zombie or something. Shit. We're really, we're really cranking this one up, huh? Yes. <laughs> he deserves it. That's fair. Um... But I don't know, is there, is there anything else we need to discuss today? Not, 
No. No, okay. <laughs> no, not that we stayed on topic at all. Not even a little bit. So for those of you who like our rambling crazy shows, this one's for you. For those of you who like a more ordered show, you are just in the wrong place. We should have told you to skip it at the beginning. We could tell. <laughs> <laughs> We've always got to do a show or two to get all of the the crazies out. Yeah. And then we could do a serious show. Yeah. We just haven't been, you know, doing great in our <coughs> our recording track lately. Uh, well, my voice is really starting to flag. Yeah. Um, so we better end this soon. Yeah. So we'll talk to you guys again, hopefully in two weeks. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> as long as, you know, nothing else happens and the world doesn't end. It'll be fine. <laughs> <sighs> But thanks so much for listening. Uh, do you have a spooky thing at all? I might have one. Uh, no, because that's just going to relate back to your prank. <laughs> do you, hey. Oop, do you ever sometimes think that the street light that shines into your window is actually an alien tractor beam? And they're there to take you. I don't know if that's so much scary as exciting. I don't know, for me, I think it'd be scary because, you know, like, that first few minutes when you, like, wake up, you're like, oh, God. <laughs> I did, so in the bedroom you're in now, mm-hmm. um, I did used to think I heard and saw something crawling around outside of the window a lot. Because it does. See, I, I thought, but I don't know. I was all, I was fairly paranoid as a teenager when I was in that bedroom, so I'm yeah. still paranoid. No, every now um, and then you'll hear, like, a thump. Yeah. On the, the roof there, because um, the room that I'm in, it overlooks, like, the porch roof to the front of the house, and you'll just hear, like, a man-sized thump. Yeah. And then it just sort of looks like something is crawling all over. That's why I got those thick, dark curtains that mm-hmm. are in there now. Mm-hmm. That's why they're there, because I just couldn't, I couldn't handle it. Yeah, I just keep thinking it's going to, like, knock the, windsh- the windshield. <laughs> the window. The uh, air conditioner out of the window. Oh, yeah. And then come for me. Yeah. So, you know. Who knows? Maybe it's just another house spirit. I hope it's just a house spirit. It's probably pissed because the house is dirty. <laughs> it's dirty. We're working on it, but it's in rough shape. We've been doing a lot of, like, deep cleaning, but not so much of our upkeep cleaning lately. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we've been cleaning out things and getting rid of things, but that just kind of makes more clutter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a work in progress. <laughs> <sighs> but, yeah, no, I think... <laughs> what... So we got off subject again. I, I forgot. Know. Like, <laughs> I forgot we were ending this. <laughs> but I just want to say, you know, through all this, it's got to end sometime. Uh, the show and the, the illness <laughs> in the world. So keep your tits up. Stay spooky.